Greetings, investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is The Pipeline, and this will be the second version. It was written by Alex Gallat and DeVay Brian Jackson. I am the Game Master, and this is Episode 2. Our recap will be done by Lucas Glashauer as uh, his character, Harvey Thatcher. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Lucas? Thank you, Tom. Um, first, I believe I found Harvey's voice. It's going to be a little different than last week, so I was trying to correct it. Which leads me into part two. I apologize to all Canadians who may be watching this. Uh, and in the Upers of Michigan. So, all right. Hey there, eh? My name's Harvey Louis Thatcher, Exxon Rep Public's Relation Coordinator, employee ID EX709-07. I'm recording my thoughts and experiences on this trip in my work dossier because I have no other paper or means in which to record this. I write this of sound mind and body as a will and testament in case I do not survive the trip. I don't have many earthly possessions, but what I do have can be mailed back to my mother in Ontario. Otherwise, me Burt Reynolds collections and me Smokey and the Bandit movies will go to me best bud and brother, Robert Thatcher, you betcha. All right, so now here's the story up to now, eh? October 23rd, 1985. Exxon Corp puts together an investigation of engineers, security folk, a man who knows how to live in the wild, and me, the rep for the company. Our brand spanking new pumping station, EBC31, to be exact, up there in the British Columbia, went dark, and we have no idea what's in their heads up there. Ten days late to get its pipes a pumping. So my superiors and I believe it's them damn terrorists called the North Wind, been up to no good up in them parts. They say they're ecologically friendly, but I say they're killers. We've had run-ins with the likes of them folk before, to be sure. And tied to them Indians what live up in them parts too, you betcha. The Talton tribe, to be on the nose there. Suspects in organizing and feeding the Northwind's terror ops. So that must be dealt with okie-dokie-like. The men and women with me, well, only men now, are set to take care of me and each other while I put a wink and a shine on this ugly story for the public. But in case there needs to be actual data needed apprehending these bastards, this is our proof in writing. October the 27th, 1985. With a crew of 13, including the pilot and co-pilot, we flew up from Vancouver on a twin otter ski plane at six in the a.m. Final destination was expected to be Telegraph Creek. A little after 10 that same morning, Hopping aboard a snowcat for the big hike up to the service road would take us right to the pumping station, to be sure. But that didn't happen, though, eh? So we all meet on the plane. Well, I, I keep to myself, but I meet a man who likes the outdoor stuff. He went by the name of Joseph. He was all right for being down low country fo like folk, you know. But the rest I thought were maybe hosers, so I, I keep away from them. Smoke and whiskey were passed, and eventually we all took a little dozy. Don't know how we all did, but we did. Maybe we have a Narcon board from the Northwind. Ran some sleeping agent through the system, the air system maybe. Doesn't really matter because by the time we all hit 40 winks, next thing we knew something's hitting our plane. We crash dive and land in the trees and we all bang, begin to wake up. Ass over tea kettles, eh? Still locked in our seatbelts. Most dead with the back half of the plane over a rocky embankment pilot seat ripped away and me and the four surviving men dangling like air bait in the fuselage so we managed to unhook and dive out in the front of the plane 
just before she takes the tipper backwards over the ledge. We managed to regain our composure, make our way down the ledge and reclaim most of our gear. Cigars and dossier and check. <laughs> but some damn devil bird grabbed my satellite phone. I, we got nothing for communications now. But the pilot and co-pilot are missing. Trout, Jacobson, Pullman, Dietz, Salt, and Kramer, all KIA. We had to leave their bodies though. We can't afford to freeze just to bury them. Snow is deep here, but the fuselage serves a better coffin than it does. Our only hope is the pipeline. Thank goodness we found it and we can follow it to the station. The only problem is getting there. But of course, the team that I have seems to be a confident low folk. That mechanic DJ, he seems to be okay, but he seems to hate my type. Uh, <laughs> I don't blame him until you live the high life. You don't know how low you actually are, eh? <laughs> well, them two security boys is okay, too. Benjamin seems a straight shooter and wants to help my bulk across the river. The other one, Steven, he's some crazy Brit doesn't seem to be taking a liking to me. What the hell is he doing this far over the pond anyway? Anyway, I anchor them chaps over the river and then they haul me over afterwards. But that crazy Brit, well, I thought he was, but maybe he's not. He says he saw some large bear or, or some wolf, maybe two of them, up, up across the other side behind us, trying to put the scare in us. All I'm thinking is maybe it's the Wendigo Indian folklore monster. <laughs> well, you think that's funny, but just wait. Maybe it's not. Regardless, we figure we got a few miles along the pipeline before we have to make camp. We do make an igloo-style housing along the pipe. Build a nice fire, and I go to sleep as well as we all should. My hands are so cold and I'm so thirsty, no matter how much snow I've eaten. I'm so tired, and all I can think about is my cigar supply is low, I may never get to see Burt Reynolds and Sally Fields on screen romance again. But then I have a dream of this terrible monster thing. Not the Wendigo, like my mind imagined it to be. It's a gargantuan monstrosity, larger than the mountains, with glowing red eyes. I wake up screaming. That's right, screaming. I ain't never done that before, to be sure. And then I goes outside and the whole sky is red. Like that creature's eyes. And they're all asking me what's wrong and I can't explain. And then to top that off, we all begin to hear the howling, you know? Different pitches, different voices. So many of them. They, they don't sound like wolves, but what else could they be? Finally, we all managed to settle in and I, sleep anymore so I take a watch with the Brits 30-8 which nice of them here at another point in the dossier as I'm keeping track who does what <laughs> maybe to keep my sanity I don't know but October the 28th 1985 finally I end this with the craziest thing and I swear on me mother and on Burt Reynolds both that I'm not making this shit up not about this <clears throat> But it's the next day, we, we find up ahead on the pipeline. On the pipeline. It's our pilot, tied to the pipe with his own guts. His guts. Yes, it's true. I was in disbelief while we were plane crashing. Surviving it was surreal. I was upset with the river, frightened by the monster in my dreams. The red sky added to my anxiety and the howls were bone jarring. But this... This act of such nonsensical horror. What person 
or people or or thing could do this. Are the Indian legends real? Just crazy stories. I I don't know, and I, I don't want to know. Eh? I know a lot of it. I just want my my protein and my double double and out of here. Just have to make it to the pumping station, and we'll be all right. Just have to hold on. Till then. Outstanding. <laughs> that was really good. All right. So you are all standing in front of the pipeline with the body of the pilot um, lashed to it with his own intestines. Um, DJ, I believe you've fallen backwards into the uh, snow. Uh, you are temporarily lost. <laughs> what are the rest of you doing? I'm just walking up like surprised. I was like, holy shit. I'm basically checking up on DJ, trying to make sure he's not like facing towards the thing, and I'm trying to calm him down and just see he's not he's going kind of catatonic. Come on, lad, wake up. No, 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 no. Snap out of it. No, 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 no. I'm looking for footprints. Uh, it's got to be people. Somebody, these terrorists have, have found the body and are trying to make some sort of sign out of him, but I want to see the footprints and see what direction they went they went in. All right. Do a, uh, a spot hidden. Uh, no, I failed it. Got 65 over 40. Okay. Um, you've already tramped around... Uh, kind of in horror as you've seen this. Um, the ground is uneven here. Uh, you don't, you can't really make anything out. Uh, the body is uh, lashed to the, the, the pipe and there seems to be some sort of writing in blood uh, that has been written in large letters on the pipeline here. But you don't recognize the characters. Okay. All right. But it's people then. If it's riding, it's people. This wasn't the animals from last night. Um, yeah, no, no. Animals can do that kind of crazy stuff. Maybe it's just terrorists in North Wind. Yeah. I think they're trying to Hold send you. us a sign. But Hold we're going to have, we got to watch, watch, we got to watch our backs going in, going any closer to the pumping station. And if they're out here, they can't be that yeah. far away if they just did this. I mean, this just since yesterday. Yeah. This is like overnight. I must definitely say we need to stay tight in our formation. We go to the pipe. And if anyone has to split like, off, you don't go by yourself. You got to have someone with you. I just don't like the idea that they got the pilots, dragged him all the way over here to hang him up in a day. He's also a good 10 feet off the ground. So someone had to hold his ass up there. It's, uh, someone got a bloody snowmobile or what? Tracks. You don't see any tracks. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's worth dwelling over, though. I just think we need to keep moving, and we need to get quit just staring at this and, and, and move on. Oh, I, don't think it, I, I don't think we need to dwell on this. We, we can't leave him up there. We gotta cut him down. You got a ladder? No. No. 
if any of us go up there and then get hurt, it's going to be even harder to get out of here. I can guarantee that thing's bloody covered nice. Can't you let a fly oversee this, though. Fucked. We Come can't on, just leave. Let's get out. Come on, man. Yeah, we, we can't just uh, what if they have a flyover or something. Someone will see this. We can't let it be seen. Well, we're gonna we're gonna get back soon. We're gonna get back soon, uh, Harvey. And then we can. I mean, add we're gonna call for we, help, and we're gonna call for like someone to come out here and take care of this. Uh, you, you, got, right. you, you got more people. They're gonna have to come out for that cleanup crew, right? Take care of everybody else back on the cliff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe ask them to take care of this first. Yeah, I think it's best to probably just keep on, as you said, marching on, and get to the pipe. Come on, someone help me out with the station. It's not getting up. I'll give you a hand, man. Come on, DJ. So, we don't know what the writing is. Mm -mm. It's very strange. It does seem to have... I mean, you can do an intelligence roll. Um, If you have a cult, you can do an occult roll. I I would do an intelligence if you allow it. All right. Also with a penalty die. I have very high intelligence, but I am not in the mental state. You're not in your mental state. (laughs) Everybody else do a uh, uh, spot hidden roll. I do. I got a 93 out of 90. That's my worst roll. I put and I spend three luck to make it. Sure. You got a 48 out of 65. I got a hard success with a 13 that time. Got an 83 out of 65 for me. Okay. Um, so Harvey, maybe when you were younger, you kind of were searching for religion as you went along. Makes sense. And you looked in a lot of books, things that you got, you know, B. Dalton bookstore and, and stuff like that. And you heard that there were languages that were ancient and alien uh, that nobody had ever been able to figure out. Um, You've probably, at Exxon, you've probably run across a lot of international documents, and this lettering doesn't look anything like that. It doesn't look like Asian, (coughs) Chinese, Japanese. It doesn't look like that. (coughs) It doesn't look like Russian or Greek or anything. It's... It's odd slashes and scratches and curves. But it's something, it reminds you of witchcraft. Oh, awesome. If I'm going to try to, I know we can't stay. He's going to try to take just a quick second to scratch a couple, copy a couple in his, in his notebook. Okay. <laughs> just, just for later. But once they start hauling DJ up and going, he'll catch you up. Uh, those of you who passed your spot hidden, um, uh, at what level did you get? Uh, I got regular. I got a hard. Regular hard? You get the distinct feeling that something is watching you. Something from the tree line. Now, at this place where you are right now, the tree line is about 500 feet away. Is it a dense tree line, or is it just kind of like thin pine trees? It's a fairly, it's a fair, it, it, it starts as thin, but it gets fairly thick. Okay, it so, it, so it's hard to see back into it. Right. Oh. And there's a distance now between you and, and the tree line that makes it 
it, it's a it's a a black wall or a dark green wall, and you realize that any number of things could be right in there staring at you. You get a very very strong feeling like something's watching you. Okay, I'm gonna take a shot that way with my pistol. I'm just gonna pull it out and shoot in that direction. Okay. There was an old lady who was taking out her laundry and <laughs> oh, no. shot her in the head. No. All right. Uh, you just take a shot in that direction. All right. Um, roll a luck roll. I scare the crap out of all the rest of us, right? Oh, yeah. I bet it does oh, yeah. scare you all. Oh, no. I'm like writing my notebook. Like, oh, jeez. I got a regular uh, right, 35. Luck? Yep. All right. Uh, your your gunshot rings out. You can hear it bounce against the distant hills, and an echo back to you, and it echoes a few times. And there's almost an expectant, like, is something going to happen? And then from way off in the trees. You for just a moment you see something up in the air and you realize that a rock uh, maybe two feet across has been chucked in your direction and it's heading right for you guys. And but oh. because you you see it, you have the time to say, you know, get the hell out of the way as this rock comes and slams down in the in the snow and rolls forward. Uh, to within a few feet of the pipeline. How big is a rock? Is it like two feet across? Holy shit! Holy oh, crap! What, what are you doing? What? What's going on? Oh. I didn't even see it come because as soon as I'm going to move, everybody move now. Quit shooting your gun. Quit. Sh- quit. Yeah, don't yeah. shoot again, Benjamin. Did you see something? I just heard something in that direction. I just thought it was like a freaking like deer or something. I was just well, you, scared off. You just gave away our location, and that was probably those damn natives up there, or these, you know, the, this, uh, you know, these extremists. You just well, told I'm them exactly gonna... where we're at. We need to get the hell out of here. I'm going back to my theory that they do have trebuchets. <laughs> that is what hit our plane. That is what hit our plane right there. God. Come on, like... let's get going. All right, all right. I'm gonna have to grab DJ. Let's go, Steve. I'm still like DJ. You're probably sp- coming out of it. Um, yeah, I, I am slowly. All right. Um, you guys move as quickly as you can. You're still held back a bit by Harvey. Uh, Harvey just can't plow through the snow that fast. You also begin to notice that there are clouds all around you that are slowly building up. And uh, after another half an hour or so plowing forward, uh, the clouds have moved in and little flurries of snow are starting to fall. And the temperature, the temperature is getting pretty low. I'm sorry, what was that, Harvey? I was going to say, was it sunny before? Was it a nice day? It, was, it wasn't particularly a nice day, but it, was, it, was, it wasn't really cloudy. It's kind of gray. Right. Harvey, if we, if we start getting snowed in, are we going to be able to see this pump station? Does this pipe run right to the pump station, or can we walk right past it? The, the pipe goes right through the middle of the pump station. There's a pipe okay, attached. Okay, so we, we will not miss it. Okay. 
I do not want us to get snow blind. We got, we're going to have to follow this pipe if we our visibility's cut down. Oh, That's yeah. going to be our we only guy. We don't stray from it unless no. we absolutely have to. Uh, you guys still have those canteens? I yes, know you had uh, a little bit of nip in them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it might be a good idea for us to fill those up with water and someone to uh, – and you guys keep them in your jackets so they don't freeze. We need to keep right. hydrated. We need to keep right. hydrated. Okay. Okay. Uh, breaks my heart, but here we go. <laughs> yeah, I will also drip mine out. Oh man, all the booze is gone. <laughs> is that what just happened? Yep. yep. There goes our sanity. <laughs> and then once we get some water or some near some, I can go over and fill it up and put it in my coat pocket next to my chest. Keep it, keep eating as you go too. We're not going to take meal stops. Just keep eating as we walk. Not after being shot at by a fucking catapult, I'm not. <laughs> not going to stop up and eat. All right. <clears throat> uh, the snow continues to fall, and it does become almost a whiteout. Um, you're able to see only about fifty feet ahead of you, um, and it's mostly white. You can see the pipeline. Uh, you keep that directly on your uh, your left, and the ground is fairly flat, like you figured. The uh, there was probably tractors that came in here when they were working on it. Maintenance vehicles probably maintain this road, but now the the, the snow is just getting thicker. Oh fuck! Jeez, we just gotta keep going. Okay, keep going. It's getting hard to see. How far? How far do we have? You figure to go yet? You still probably have about six miles, seven miles, and you're getting very slower. You're only doing about a well, probably less than a mile an hour now. Cold, <laughs> and you're cold. Far, there's nothing for but keep going. You gotta keep going. It's getting real. You gotta go. Can't like. Can't light up in this. When, it's going to get darker quicker because of that too. We we may need to spend another night out here. I got a lamp. They you got a lamp. Them. Yeah, oh, I brought one. It, like an electric lamp or like a care? It's not a kerosene lamp, no. Uh, yeah, it was kerosene. Okay. You got juiced for it. Yeah. Good. So if we have to break camp in the dark, we got something to light it up. Yeah. Okay. Luckily, it wasn't touched whenever that we had that crazy ass crash. Thank God for that. Well, we don't yeah. want to sleep out here if we don't have to. Can we make it? I mean, I don't, we don't want to freeze either. But well, if it's not snowing too bad, maybe it, 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 it can light the way. We can keep moving. It's going. We're we're going to get exhausted though. Yeah. All right, and I'm, I'm kind of with you. I don't know that I want to spend another night under under a red sky. Jeez, no, that was pretty nuts last night. Another, another endless delight. Call bullshit on that. Yeah. Come on. So another hour of marching, the monotony, the cold, the discomfort, the pack, the fact that your pants are probably wet now from. Uh, you know, having snow almost up to your uh, junk. <laughs> um, um, 
you begin hearing once again that howling in the distance. Shit, you guys hear that? How can you not? It sounds. I'm, I'm an avid. Go ahead. Some of it sounds like it's coming from behind you, uh, and some of it seems to be coming from your right side towards the forest off in the distance. There's a couple of times, too, that you think that you hear you hear what sounds like those those howls engaged in some sort of horrible violence. Um, they don't sound like they're just calls, like, you know, the way uh, wolves sound like they're singing. Um, these things sound like they're fighting off in the distance. Jeez, hate to be what's over there. So the north wind maybe throwing rocks at us and have these beasts? Maybe they're fighting with these beasts? I don't know. Are, they are this beast? <laughs> That's crazy. That could be some sort of code. Is it code? Maybe, maybe it like like are... back in the day when they used to like you know whistle out like you know signs and stuff. Maybe that's their like call signs. They're calling out to each other like what's going on and you keeping think eyes the on us. Person made that noise. Well, I mean, I, I'm an avid hunter. I've never heard anything like that before. I hunted in bloody Kenya. I've heard nothing like this. That's why I think it's people. I think it's people making the noise. Everybody do, everybody do listen rolls. Need to move, guys. Fail. I am not doing well right now. 71 out of 50. Fail. Oh, free. Oh, free. That is an extreme. You all failed except for DJ. All right, DJ. They're, um, they're busy pushing their way through. You're, you're pushing along with them. Uh, but you think you hear something. Um, it, it, you, you think at first is that is that drumming? Is there drumming? Is somebody drumming? Is there drumming? And why is it getting louder? Why is it you know boom, 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 boom? And because you got an extreme, all of a sudden you realize it's not drumming. There is something coming towards us, like it's big and it's running in the snow. Guys, 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 we need to what? go now. What, DJ? Where? What are you talking about? Where? We're There's trying someone. to get out of here. There's someone. It seems to be coming us. from kind of behind you into the side. From from that way. Uh, now go. that he's pointed it out, you guys, at first you don't hear it, but then you do hear it. You hear it sounds like big. something big running towards you. How far like, away are we from the next concrete base? Oh, off um, the plane. Well, they're they're like every uh, twenty feet. So, is, does it sound bipedal or quadruped? It sounds Which bipedal. Boom, boom, boom. Oh boom, crap! Boom. How are they? Uh, um, uh, and it's, yeah. it's wide out condition, so you can't see anything. And we don't have any where to go. We've got some sort of machine. We need to hide. Dodgy move. Get behind the concrete line. Under the pipe. Okay, okay, okay. Under the pipe. All right. And use yeah, the snow. Okay, now that you're thinking about it, now that you're listening, you think there's two of them, or maybe it's it's quadruped. But suddenly, coming out of the whiteness uh, is a huge brown shape, and you realize that it is a fucking grizzly bear. Oh, holy shit! Oh. And it is running sort of towards you 
Um, and it is growling loud. Shit. Shit. I, I'm gonna take a shot at it. Wait, no, wait till it. Wait. I, I just say, wait, wait, wait. But if they do, they do. Grizzlies don't play. Shoot. Shoot. All right. Uh, Benjamin, you're shooting. Um, yeah. And what are you shooting? Uh, shotgun. All right. Uh, 30 out six. Oh, and you're shooting a 30, 30, 30 out six. I got a three. Oh, very nice. So and as this thing as this thing comes out of the out of the things and it sees you, it rears up and you fire almost point blank into its chest. Okay. Um, do your damage, which since you got it, it's two d six. Yeah, two d six. What is it? It's a twenty gauge. Yeah, 20 gauge. Okay, yeah, 2d6. And then, uh, Steven, you also fired. I did, and I got a regular success with it. Okay. I got a 7. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage, which is 2d6 plus 4. Oh, I did 8. Well, that's enough. Uh, you shoot it in the chest. You shoot it in the head. Um, you blow off half of its jaw. It falls to the ground. And, and just pull like this. Right right almost at your feet. Nice shot, Cross. <sighs> Eject the empty case. Put a new bullet in the chamber. Safety yeah, on. <sighs> that might not have been coming for us. I just had my wrench up. I wasn't going to use it, but I had it up. <laughs> what do you guys do? I'm going to check it out like Maybe that wasn't coming for us. Was it coming for us? I don't know if it's coming for us. Benjamin, do Wait. a do a spot hidden. Holy! I didn't get it. Eighty-five out of sixty-five. Okay. Uh, what you do notice is that uh, the animal is bloody, not just from what you guys have done to it, but it's got streaks of blood in its fur and on its face, what's left of it. And um, it looks like it might have actually been injured by something. I, I guess I will Jesus. also go over and take a look at it. All right. Um, I think without even a, a spot hidden now, when you look at it, you realize that there are four large knife-like gash marks down the side of this bear, almost cutting through to its innards. Oh, oh wow! Did y'all see this? It is disgusting. Whoever made that call that it's running from something? It was running from something. You can all do ah. sanity rolls. Holy shit! <laughs> I, I, I don't. I can't afford to do a sanity roll, Tom. <laughs> um, Fail. I can't either. Fail. I failed. I failed. Barely ninety-nine. I failed. Ninety-five. Okay. Uh, thirty-five uh, out of thirty-nine. If you failed, uh, do uh, just 1d3. Um, yeah, that, that seems fair. Two for me. I got a three, and I'm at 20%. Three. I'm over 20% now, if that matters, Tom. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might text you something. Wait, so me and Harvey are both at 20%. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I knew it was going to happen. I only needed one, and I... <laughs> I needed two. What did you get? I got oh. three. So. Oh. 
All right, buddy. <laughs> you can both share a padded cell. So you're anyway. standing there over this bear. Um, the bear is quite fat. Um, uh, aside from the fact that it's also been uh, attacked by something very large. It was well fed. It had no reason to go after us. Well, it was also should probably be hibernating this time of year. Also true. Is there any type of fur we should take for warmth or meat to eat? Is there time for that? Is it a good idea? There is a lot of fur and meat. (laughs) At this point, I don't think so. It'll take too long to do this. Even just a little bit? All right. Field dressing this bear is going to take a long while, even if you're wanting just a, a little bit of meat off of it. We, Too much time that's going to have us sitting here in this whiteout. Can we just keep going so we can get out of this place? This Let's get going as far as we can. There's yeah. got to be enough. There's got to be the only other thing out there is, is another bear. There's got to be another bear out there. And whatever's thing on the rocks. Makes sense. There was well, a, there was those two white bears I saw earlier. That's right. Tom, did, did these these actually look like claw marks and not like weapon marks? Like these, this thing wasn't cut up by like people torturing it, right? They're three side by side slash marks, um, fairly equally spaced. Okay. Um, make mm. of it what you will. <laughs> people, um, sure. this bear also is brown, by the way. Brown bear, yeah. I mean, it's a grizzly, yeah. That's right. Uh, it's not inconceivable that a polar bear came this far south, and a polar bear could have done this. If there's polar bears that are extremely aggressive, I suggest we move. I'm not sure there's any other kind of polar bear. Yeah, we should move. Yeah, need put as much distance between us and whatever messed this thing up before we got to it. Okay. They find this car. clap. Down and eat it. Let's keep, let's just go. I could clap DJ on the shoulder. I'm like, good ears. Good ears. Keep them opened. Hey. Yeah. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> it's okay. Hold yeah. on to your wrench. Hold on to your wrench. And great shooting. Great shooting. Wait. Didn't we yeah. say there was like something else falling behind it or like two, like two sounds and noises? It was running on all four of its feet. Oh, okay. It's my lucky You couldn't hear that until we got close enough. Um, All right. The afternoon wears on. Uh, You continue to push forward. Uh, You can see maybe, well, you can't see very far. So you don't know, you don't really have any topographical information as to where you are. Um, But you can see that the light is starting to go in the sky um that sort of grayish white is very quickly turning to darkish gray and you are still following the pipeline you are still quite away from the tree line um and you are at the moment fully exposed to the weather um and we've been moving slower since the encounter with the bear yeah 
Yeah, you guys are freaking exhausted. I think we may need to use the rest of our light here to start digging and gather some wood so we can get a fire going too. Once we have a fire going, we'll at least have two sorts, sources of light and then we can use the lantern to keep getting more wood. And then maybe I, we can get a chance to dry out that way too. As much as I hate to say we need to stop, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's maybe, getting freaking unbearable. I mean, maybe best case is we all, you know, try to just get some rest and see if we got our legs back under us and dry out from a some from the fire, then then plug ahead some more tonight. You know, if the skies open up and we get a clear night, we might be able to just keep walking and get the hell out of here. Everyone do uh do spot hidden as you're sort of figuring out how you're gonna make it make it. Nope. I got mine. Crying out loud, my guy, out 65. My guys are not with me. Spot hidden, and I've been failing it every time tonight. No. Did anybody oh, pass? Regular success, 37 under 40. Okay. 30 out of 65. Um, Benjamin, you and Joseph, uh, as you're sort of doing, you can see that there is a ridge or a cliff of rock that looks like it's just maybe a hundred feet away um, on the opposite side of the, uh, the pipeline. You can see it underneath the pipeline as you're looking. Uh, it doesn't give you enough to figure out where you are, but it might provide more shelter than just being out in the open. We have to cross the river again? No. No, the river is to your right. This is to your left. See that, Benjamin? Oh, not Benjamin. <laughs> see it, Joseph? I, I do, Ben. I think that, that may be a good idea for us, especially if the snow comes in heavy. Yeah, and we can have that. I would say we can have that to our backs, too. So we just stay forward to see what's coming. Yeah, it, it wouldn't hurt to have a little bit of cover and maybe something to contain the wind and keep the, keep the heat in a bit, if that's what it'll give us. All right. Go talk to the others. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that? Just seeing if we can dry out, eat some food, rest for a bit, then maybe keep going if the night is clear. Uh, yeah. Or does everybody feel like it's time to sleep? I mean, I, I need to get my strength back. Sleep is all I'm going to do. Well, then oh. that's it. We need to get wood so we can bed down. Let's do that. That's probably the right spot over there. Now, the wood is going to be about 500 feet. You're going to have to go back where the wood is. Uh, There's nothing out here. It's 500 feet. Let's go ahead and get over there, drop the gear, and then if someone, a couple of us could go split up with guns and then take the sled and get some wood. But someone stay at camp with guns, someone go out with guns. I don't have a gun. I lost mine in the plane. Cross, let you, me, want to go? Uh, you want me to go? Let me actually paint a clearer picture. You're standing uh, with the pipeline on your left, okay? The, the tree line is 500 feet to your right, as is the river. It's over there. And then on the other side of the pipeline, you can see this ridge about 100 feet away, and there's a tree line there as well. It's not as far away. Oh, so it's a little closer once we it's get over there. It's a little closer on that side, yeah. The oh. access road is on this side <clears throat> of the pipeline. That seems reasonable. Uh, you know, as we're trekking through there, though, I want to make sure I, I, I've got my branches out just so I'm checking depth and we're not going to just fall into a, okay. uh, a, cr a crick or something out here. Right. 
that seems reasonable. With that kind of precaution, uh, you make it to the cliff fairly easily. The cliff is about 30 feet high. Um, it does overhang a little, and so you are able to sort of cubby up next to it, and uh, there's less snow right there. You're getting a little bit of protection. With any additional protection you might want to create or build, uh, you can add to that. Uh, would someone like to, to build snow walls like we had last night or something to, to build a yeah. snow barrier while the rest of us gather wood? Yeah, I, w I will. I'm probably the best suited for doing it. I'll, I'll help you. All right. I'm not leaving. Um, <laughs> everyone do luck rolls. Don't worry. Don't worry, Javi. I have my wrench. It's called Bertha. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Perfect. I got my 22. I got an 3. Got a 27. Oh. Got a 24. Was it Lucrow? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like Stephen found a fall, uh, uh, an old tree uh, that could provide quite a bit of wood um, that's not, not completely buried in the snow. So. Oh, so not entirely wet. Did everybody else get, uh, did anybody else get an extreme? Just a heart, not an extreme. Okay. Um, hard when you find a couple of trees that have been knocked over by the snow. Uh, so you have a lot of branches um, that you could sort of build maybe a shelter out of or you okay. know, if you wanted to. Anything good in there that's dry to rip more kindling out of them? Um, you could probably get some of that, but these are, these are a little greener, uh, okay. but you could make a lean-to or something like that. Good. Some, some more of a barrier. Good. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely drag that back. All right. Ask for help if it's too heavy, but yeah. It takes you a good hour and a half or so to put all this, this together. But by the end of it, you've got yourself a fairly tight, tiny little shelter. You guys can climb in there all together and conserve body warmth. And you, uh, what do you have to start a fire? Uh, I've got flint and tinder set. Okay. Yeah. Uh, lighter. Lighter. <clears throat> He's got a lighter. Uh you you have very little difficulty getting a fire started. Um how is your fire arranged? Is it next to the wall? Is it with you on one side and the wall on the other or I would have suggested putting it close to the wall to act as partial wind barrier. Uh as long as that wall was I mean it's rock. We're not talking about uh, it's rocks. So right. That's like ice uh right it's right and then uh and then for us to be around either side of it and and hopefully even though we build a barrier we can still see out so we can see if another damn bear's coming right all right so uh, you guys are gathered in the camp um you probably eat some of your food what you have and you find that you're all really really exhausted um and the storm finally lets up. You notice that the, the, the snow has stopped, uh, becomes lighter, and then it, it stops. But it's left, left a lot of snow in its wake. Um, you have no bearing for where you are, but you can still see the pipeline. Uh, it's just right over there. And uh, we'll say that it's now about... Uh, 7 p.m. and the sky is pretty much dark. 
Uh, you can see the stars coming out. Um, what do you guys do? And you can't just say sleep. <laughs> uh, yes. Sleep. 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 DJ will be sleeping. Sleep, but I would, of course, suggest that we take watches. I'll take I the first watch again. I do have binoculars. Whoever's on watch can borrow them. I got some, too. I'll, I'll, I'll stay, stay with first watch, too. And if I could borrow someone's, ideally, a rifle, but I could handle a firearm or a handgun also. I'll, I'll give him. I'll give you my Beret. Beret okay. M9. Okay. It's better than 22. So, uh, those of you who stay awake, um, once again, somewhere between 7.30 and 8, the Aurora Borealis begin. And you start to see greens and blues at first, and then they begin to turn redder and redder. And finally, once again, the entire sky is ablaze with red. Um, crazy skies again, man. Uh, those of you who are asleep, do a constitution roll. Uh, um, yeah, hard success. I just made mine 70 out of 70. No, I did not make it. Okay. And uh, Fred? I was awake. Oh, you're awake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, DJ and Steven, you both okay. manage to get a decent amount of sleep. So when you wake up, you're not going to have a level of exhaustion. Harvey, yes. on the other hand, uh, you have gained nothing back. You are still at two levels of exhaustion. Oh, damn. Uh, okay, so, I, so just to clarify, I lose my level of exhaustion. Yeah. Did, so you, did, you have, did you have one level? Yes, yeah. yes. You go back to normal then with a, with a, a decent night's sleep. Okay. Um, all right. And then at some point, Benjamin and Joseph, you are going to go to bed. And uh, is somebody else going to watch? Stephen will. Okay. With DJ. DJ, I'll give you my shotgun. Not me. I stay sleeping. Okay. All night long, I think. Well, then what I'll do is, yeah, do the same for you guys, Benjamin and Joseph. Roll your constitution. I got a 26 out of well, again, 65. 47 under 65. All right. So you guys managed to get a decent amount of sleep. Harvey, I'm going to give you a set. Since you didn't take a watch, I'll give you a second roll of constitution. Thank you. I'll take it. Give anything back. These hey, dice much for trade. Hey Steven, how do you use a shotgun? <laughs> no. I, I fail. You failed. Did you did you critically fail? So, no, sixty-five over fifty. All right. Uh, you just seem disturbed. You're, you're, you you can't get to sleep. It's cold. It's uncomfortable. Uh, you're laying <laughs> on the ground. It it's just where you're a soft bed. And you toss and turn all night, and you never get a decent amount of sleep. I think, though, that I will take one level of exhaustion off um, so that you're just at level one instead of level two. All right. I'll, I will do it, and thank you, even though he's, right. he's probably got huge bags under his eyes now. Right. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning comes. The light, the light starts to fill the sky. Um, it's very, very cold, uh, but you've managed to preserve some heat inside. Uh, you've kept the fire going, and uh, uh, the sky is gray. 
it's overcast, but it's not uh, it's not snowing at the moment. The wind is kind of chilly, though. You can feel the chill wind blowing on you. All right, so let's say it's 8 a.m. You guys are pulling yourselves together. You're all hungry. Bloody hell. Yeah. <sighs> I can take a steak right now, man. Hey, Ben, here, here's your shotgun back. Thanks. He had to ask me how to use it. Uh, Where are we? Aimed a barrel and pulled the trigger. I know how. Uh, I know how to fire. Really you know what the safety is. Turn the safety off and. Handguns and fine with handguns and fine, shotguns never fire. Man. Well, same concept, just a large instrument. Got to hold it on your shoulder and take your aim. Don't ever put it underneath and do not. What do you ever aim at? Make sure you have what you aim to shoot. Maybe I'll just stick to my wrench. So at the moment, Lucas is the only one with one level of exhaustion, which is good. You mentioned we are hungry, Tom. Yeah. Uh, we, we had rations when we started out, but I didn't get a real clear idea as to how much we totally had. Yeah. High MREs, but... Not a uh, tremendous a couple amount. days. Yeah. Point, yeah. Um, point three. MREs are not very satisfying either so sure sure um, really all they ever serve is just to fill you up for the little time that you're eating and and harvey's been eating a lot of them <laughs> <laughs> i can see that he would all right uh your day's trek begins uh you get back to the uh you get back to the pipeline and it takes you a minute to orient yourselves. You realize you don't want to start walking back in the other direction accidentally. Um, but oh, no. <laughs> you, you realize that the, where you are. So for the next two hours, you're walking. And you're coming to the top of a hill. Uh, as you crest the top of the hill and you look down into the valley, the pipeline... It veers off uh, to your left, and it stays down in the valley, uh, and it cur it slowly curves around in the distance. You've got a pretty good view this morning. It's not it's not whiteout conditions. You can see that it curves way around um, the hill, and that it comes out and way off in the distance, maybe two and a half miles or so. You're pretty sure that's the pumping station, okay? But it's two and a half miles the way the, the crow flies. If you were to go from here straight through the forest, it would probably be about two and a half miles. If you follow the pipeline all the way around, it's going to be probably about four miles to get to it. God. I plan. You have a plan. I vote. What's your vote? What's your vote? What is it? Pipeline. All right. All right. I'm with you. I'm with you on that, Harvey. But look at that. That look, if you, It looks like, you know, we're going to take more time going around than just going straight through. 
You'll take two or two and a half more hours, probably. Yeah. Well, knowing that you've got a concrete pile on every 20 feet in the total whiteout is going to be a lot more reassuring than not being able to see any mountain peaks when you're down there in that valley or in snowed in and not being able to see through the trees and triangulate off of any of these these cliffs or or high points. That's we could be walking around down. We could walk around in circles down there if it gets if we get really heavy snow. I don't know. I'm sticking with Mr. Weingold. So far, he's not stood us wrong. Yeah. All right. It will take longer, but once we're there, we're there. There's going to be people, warmth, food. It, it, it'd be worth just being safe for that little while longer. Exactly. My opinion. No, that's great thinking. Keep it positive. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, positive. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you've chosen to follow the pipeline. All right. Poor Zeke has that devious grin on his face. <laughs> All right. So you start down, and as soon as you get down to the bottom of the hill and you're following the pipeline, you can no longer see the pumping station. But you know that it's there. You know that it's a few miles ahead of you, and you'll definitely get there today. It's, you know, it's not going to take you that long to get there. Um, well, four hours at least. About two hours into your march, you all start to get a very strong feeling that something is watching you. And it's watching you from the right-hand side. It's watching you from the forest that you would have crossed through. I don't it, like this feeling. It, it looms over your consciousness in that direction it's 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 oppressive it's it's like something is staring at you everybody do spot hiddens let's pass it for once nope i'm going to continue on 65 failing my best score of 80 (laughs) out of 65 i fail so nobody passed 65 okay nobody passed (laughs) Um, you just you just have this horrible feeling. Um, I honestly feel like we should be on the right side of the pipeline instead of the left anymore, gentlemen. I'm All okay right. with that. Uh, you walk on for another mile. Now you kind of imagine that you're probably about a mile away from the pumping station. And you can see on the edge of the forest... Um, there's um, something there, and it, it looks like maybe some tents or uh, um, some like a like some sort of camp uh, set up. Um, you can see blue tarps. You can see uh, some green canvas. You can see um, a lot of uh, bits of red and. Uh, various colors as you're coming towards it and you can see that it in fact as you're as you're coming closer before we get too uh, close i want to stop because okay yeah i mean this this is going to make me really nervous harvey is this your uh is is this your cruise you guys did you have somebody out working on the pipeline maybe is this a camp or something it doesn't look like an industrial camp all right i'm Uh, I'm pulling up binoculars and taking a look these all right yeah 
Uh, uh, Stephen, do a do, do a luck roll or do a, a spot hidden roll. It could be people from the piping station, but why would they be down here? I, I don't know. I don't. I'm just a I, PR guy, right? I got a hard success on my spot hidden finally. Okay. So as you're looking through it, you're seeing some tents. Um, they look to be in disarray. Uh, there's bits of cloth here and there. Um, there's uh, you, you think there's bits of like red canvas here and there. And as you're looking, you can see between two trees, uh, there is a canvas sign that has been strung up. Um, it's ripped and torn, but you can see in big yellow letters on it, it says Earth First. Oh, bloody hell. Well, what'd you see, Cross? It says Earth First, bastard. But you don't see any sign of people. No people. The place is in all sorts of mess, but... You want to go run down there and look? So is this supposed to be like the North Wind, maybe, we think this is? That's what, yeah, I, that's think. what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, North Earth First, you all know what Earth First is. They're, they're, not, they're, an eco, they're not an eco-terrorist group. They're just a... Environmentalists. They protest. Oh, they, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Peaceful protests. Until... Yeah, so it's still... <laughs> there's Earth bastards, and I don't see anybody there, but their camp's all in shambles, it looks like. You're going well, we to have run to, down you're, going, see... you're going to have okay. to pass by it anyways as you go. Oh, okay. You'll be within twenty or thirty feet of it. At this point, it don't matter if they're good, bad, or whatever. If they're people, or people. Have we been standing have out? Have we been standing out in the open, pretty much, just like yes, pretty visible. Yeah. Uh, well, it's hard to. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we're going to be able to find any cover to go in if there is anybody there. We might as well just walk up. We've given ourselves away already. Well, if it's just us first, I doubt they're actually going to be violent towards us. I was worried it was more this other group that we were dealing with. Yeah, North Wind Bastards. Yeah, but maybe rocks. if they're uh, if that camp's trashed, that might have been by the North Wind. Although, I don't know why they'd be fighting each other. Mm. Oh, we just approach with caution? Okay. I'll, sit, I'll be in the back. Uh, you're you're <laughs> you're approaching uh, the camp. Um, at fifty feet from it, you can definitely see that maybe there was some sort of uh, somebody uh, uh, vandalized their tents. Um, their tents are ripped. Some of them are pulled out of the ground. Uh, you can see bits of red cloth here and there. Um, you're moving forward, you're 20 feet, 10 feet. You can see that something came into their camp and, and tore it up completely. And I'd like everybody to do an intelligence roll. Regular success. Five. I got mine, 61 out of 65. Yeah. I got an extreme success with a not five. 35 out of 75. So. so those of you who passed, you all passed, it looks like. As you're walking up, um, who got the extreme? Was that Stephen? Yep, Stephen. Stephen, you're the first one to walk up, and you realize first that the red bits of cloth here and there are not cloth. They are what's left of the Earth First people. 
they have been ripped to pieces, their skin thrown in the little shrap, shrap up shards all over the, the place. The trees inside here are bathed in blood. There is blood and gore and guts and bones everywhere, in addition to torn up tents and everything. You can all do spe- uh, sanity rolls. Holy shit. What the- God. What the hell is you can't spend luck for a sanity roll, can you? No. Actually, I think you can. can I succeeded. You? It's up to you. 68. If not, I'm, it's okay. I can just leave it. Yeah, hard success. 27 right. out of 39 regular success. I think. Uh, you can all do, uh, well, if you, if, you, if you passed, take one point of damage. If you didn't, uh, 1d4. <laughs> What threshold do you want to know about, Tom? I just passed 10%. Um, 20%. Awesome. 20, okay. Yeah. I took two more points. So I've taken four total today. Okay. Um, you're looking around. Something came into this camp and ripped it to shreds, ripped everybody here. Um, you find bits and pieces of people. Uh, what the hell? What it's, is going on out here? These fucking terrorists are brutal, Harvey. You didn't have us prepped for any of this shit. Yeah, what I, the hell, man? I I've never seen went, anyone ripped apart by some animal. This is some somebody did this deliberately. The Talton tribe is the one we've been had fights with. We've only heard about the North Wind, not too much. Not, I mean, I mean, if they're terrorists, they're, these are terrorists, or what? I don't even know. Well, why would they hurt friendly eco-protesters? Surely they're in the same boat. One's violent, one's peaceful. But... They just agree on ways to protest? I don't have any clue. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this sure as hell wasn't a bear doing this. No. Yeah. No, because no. No, something did it to the bear as well. We need to go to the pumping station. We need to get rescue team out here. We need to get... Military, get them out here as soon as no. possible. No kidding. Is, the problem this, is, this is above my pay grade. What, DJ? Benjamin and Harvey and everyone. The problem is, that what if we get there and they're all slaughtered as well? What if it's like this? We'll find some communications and get rescue. Yeah, we have communication. We'll have to get, we can give somebody a call, call and backup or help or something. Or if not, they were all dead. <laughs> and, to be, and to be honest, if it's broken, I can fix it. But I like your enthusiasm there, Harvey. Oh, it's oh, just wait. being real. <laughs> just to have a dry bed tonight before we have to keep walking somewhere else? There you go. Uh, let's, is there anything here salvageable? Like just looking around at a cursory glance? Do a spot chicken if you want to. Let's well see if anything's good. Might as well. Hey, just... I, see, I, I got a one. I got a one. All right, we'll get back to you. Give me the million what dollars. Did anybody else get? I'm I not doing that. it. It just seems too morbid to me. I'm not looking through all this shit. Uh, 44 out of 65. I got a 30 out of 65. So a hard success. A hard success. All right. Just a um, DJ. Anything? Nope. I failed. Okay, you failed. Um. So Benjamin. Uh, you're looking around, and you see something lying in the, the snow. Uh, it looks like it had been tossed there. 
Uh, you reach down and pick it up, and it is a video camera. Um, uh, the kind that has a VHS tape inside of it. Okay. Um, uh, Stephen, uh, you're looking around, and you find in a, uh, just next to one of the tents, looks like it might have been a girl's tent because there's bits and pieces of girl's clothing there. Uh, you find a journal. And, Pick that uh, up. A bit of uh, light reading. I'll get to Harvey in a second. What do you guys do? Um, I'm going to uh, say, hey, I found something. I found a camera, guys. Oh, cool. throw it on the sled. Let's check it out when we get to the pumping station. Yeah. You don't want to look now, just in, just to double check and make sure nothing like what they might have run into, or not really. No, I, w I want to get the hell out of this place. Is what I want to do. Well, Watch it. I don't, I don't want to be here any longer either. So I'll I'll give it a quick look because I can go as a well, yeah. Look at it while you walk. Yeah, I'll okay. give it yeah. a quick look. Hopefully, the cold hasn't drained the batteries. Otherwise, you're wasting your time. Uh, a quick look, and you realize that there are eight hours of footage that have been put onto this uh, VHS tape. Um, so you can't look at it all. Oh, wow. Oh, it, it, looks like, it looks like they're in the, in the thing, they're setting up their camp and they're laughing and they're chit-chatting with one another. Yeah, and that's, look, that's about all you see before you realize that there's eight look, hours of this shit. They all look the, happy, guys. And it's the eight hours. It's um, the end of the tape that what, you're going to want to look at, probably. Is it a porno? What is it? Just them building up a oh. tent and stuff and people jumping around. Yeah, yeah. just throw it on the sled. Let's get going. Keep your eyes up so you don't freaking walk into a tree or into a hole. Um, Harvey, um, your, uh, your food radar boop, 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 is going off. And you realize that what they've done is they've built their own little like snow igloo cave thing that they've, they've kept all of their supplies. So as you're going along, uh, you realize that that looks like a food cache there. Um, mm -hmm. And you sort of clear it off and sure enough, uh, it is in fact a food cache. There's quite a bit of stored food. Looks like these kids, now that you've seen some of the video, um, they all look like they're in their teens or twenties. Um, they, uh, they brought plenty of snacks and things like that. Um, do a, a luck roll. This is where we see Harvey do the thing that everyone does in championship poker. Yeah. <laughs> all your food belong to me. <laughs> uh, nope. Not even close. <laughs> okay. So you're looking at all this food, and in fact, you do, you do reach for it, and suddenly, as you are reaching for this food, uh, you, your 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 head, you're staring down at the food. You suddenly sort of look up a little, and you find that you are face to face with another person. And both of you at the same time scream and jump back. All right. 
I'm not gonna scream loud right now. You guys all see this happen. You don't see <laughs> in, inside the, the ice cave, but you see Harvey. You all right? Bring Harvey. And you hear Harvey? two people scream. I mean, you hear Harvey and what the fuck? I've run over with my wrench. I just run over. like on his back, like back like, like like crab walking backwards, yeah. like. <laughs> oh, what happened? Man, man, person, 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 person. Oh, great, person. What? And he's just, he's like, wait, yeah, person. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you can figure out what happened here. Maybe they have an idea what happened. I, I kick mean, it out with my wrench. I, yeah, I mean, it. he's probably like backwards and like on the ground, not moving, like. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I um, so, you uh, well, what do you do? Uh, I'll I'll walk over and like try to like peek in and be like, "Hey, okay, what's going on?" You can you can see there's a, a guy. Um, he's in a uh, a winter coat. Um, he looks like he's maybe around twenty. Um. And he's sort of cowering in the back. Um, and he's like, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. We're not no, gonna we ain't going to hurt you. All right. Come on out. Come talk to us. Tell us what happened. Well, I've already walked in and probably walking towards oh, him. I, I might probably at the door. Who, 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 who are you people? Who, who are we're, you? We're with the pumping station. <laughs> we're next I, I put my uh, wrench. Away right. and I'm like, man, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. All right, we're not going right. to hurt you. So he he starts to climb out. He says, "Get this back, 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 back up, back up." No, oh, yeah. okay, man, okay, man. Yeah. All right. See. So he sticks his head out and and sort of looks around at you, and uh, you can see that he's shaking, and um, he uh, he starts to climb out of the uh, of the hole. What's your name? Uh, Bill. Bill. William. Bill? William. Bill. Uh, okay, Bill. What, what, what? Can you tell us what happened here? Yeah. It's like it was. It was. It was bears. They were. They. I was getting food, and they came into the camp, oh, and they started. Uh, uh, it was. It was. It was horrible. It was. It was horrible. Bears did this. Bears. They were. They were big. They were bears. They were. They were like bears. I like bears. I don't. Or were bears. I, I. I don't know. I, I. 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 It was horrible. It's fine, man. It was yeah. all this screaming. All this screaming. I go to. Right, comfort. Right, I gotta right. comfort. I gotta comfort him because I. I just put my arm. I'm like, it's gonna be okay, man. Just enough, lad. <laughs> You can you can stay with us. We'll keep you safe. It's fine. We need to. We 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 need to get out of here. We do. We're heading towards the pumping station. We're going to call for help. Yeah, we're going to get back up here. here. We'll get you out of here. Don't worry. Are you with Earth first with this camper? Oh yeah, yeah. I was. uh, I was. uh, I was there. uh, 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 No, 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 no. I'm. I'm. I, I'm not really with them. I'm I'm a a, a, a videographer, a cameraman. I was oh. filming there. They were, they were gonna have a protest, and then, and it was, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Man, man don't don't worry. Yeah. 
cameraman. I'm gonna go grab that camera. Actually, I just like, is this your camera? I have my arm around him. I'm trying to keep him up. If he goes and, and he's like, down. he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, that's my camera. Did you video what happened here? No, no, I was, I was in there. I told you I was in there. I, I didn't. I, I just, I kept stayed in there. I'm gonna mess with it and just fast forward all the way up. Hey, Joseph. Yeah. I, I like creep him around to the cache and be like, "This is horrible." But no, we're yeah. we're close to the pumping station, but it, it may not hurt to take some stuff. I mean, I just, you're the guy with the backpacks, right? Well, I, I got the backpack and the sled, but I can only take so much before it gets cumbersome. Yeah. Bill, I feel you'll like, be okay with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be you'll be okay with us, Bill. We'll keep you. We'll get you safe safely. Where are you from, Bill? Harvey, can we take him back? You, you, you're not you're not gonna bust this kid if we take him back to the pumping station, are you? Let's just get him the hell out of here. Oh, I don't even know how, like, other snowmobile, snowmobiles in this camp, is there any signs of how they got way out here in the first place? Um, actually, it doesn't say. Um, Maybe they got dropped off? Maybe. They could have gotten dropped off. Because, like, where the hell did they come from? But anybody, like, you'd be like, no, 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 I, obviously. Human person. They could have come from Telegraph. Um Creek is a Telegraph Creek. Yeah. All right, Bahar is like, no, no, no. He's like taking this guy's food. He's like, no, no, he can come with us. <laughs> so, Fine, Bill, man. Um, why, don't you, why don't you tell him that? See if we can't get him walking with us. But let's not stay here. Let's yeah, just I'm, not stay around. I'm keeping close to Bill, and I trust won't. me. I believe he's perfectly fine with leaving the area. He's he's yeah. going to sort of cling on to DJ. Okay. Because DJ's being nice to him and he's scared. I've got my wrench out for extra protection. All right. Protect him with your holy wrench. We shall carry on. Yeah. All right. So you're going to move uh, forward. Um, you still have about a mile to go, um, which is not, not a lot. Um, it takes you another 45 minutes to an hour before you are coming up towards the pumping station. The pumping station is uh, a fairly large fenced in area, uh, about, uh, oh, maybe uh, 250 feet uh, in one direction and maybe 150 feet in the other uh, of a fence. Um, you do notice that bits of the fence have been damaged and that the gates on the, uh, the western side, which is as you're approaching it is where you're coming from, have been torn off the hinges. Uh, you are coming in where number eight is. Uh, number, I'll just go down the line. Number one building is the maintenance shack. Uh, number two building is the personnel quarters. Uh, number three uh, is the pump building itself. Uh, number four is the supply building. Uh, number five is offices. Uh, number six is a garage. 
Uh, number seven is the supply dump, and then the east gate and west gate. Um, Some of the I'm, buildings are two stories. Uh, Some of the buildings are two stories. Unfortunately, I'm going to need to have somebody relay that to me because I wasn't able to screenshot it. I couldn't find out how. Okay. I will. Uh, I will send that. I'll, I'll send it to you after the game. But I'll send it. To okay. You. Oh. Everybody here but Billy's been in the military, right? And Har maybe Harvey, were you a military guy? Nope. Uh, the, the, that, that situation over there doesn't look right. I, I don't think we should just walk up. Yes, you can see that the door to a couple of these buildings have been torn off. Jesus. And they're metal doors. Not look right at all. No, it doesn't. Looks like this place has been ransacked and destroyed. And those are metal doors, right? Yep. Jesus, Oof. those guys are freaking bulky. Be able to tear that off. Honestly, if we just need to need to get to we need to get a radio area. Right. Are there tire tracks at all, like big vehicles? Are there scorch marks like they used explosives, anything like that? Uh, you don't see anything like that. There is a big uh, um, dish on the roof of one of the buildings. I forget which one. Maybe the, the personnel building. Any vehicles at all? Not that you can see. There is sign a garage. And... Any sign of electricity, like uh, a, 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 I don't know, a building light or something. It's an on. electric light on. You don't yeah. see any at the moment, no. Maybe, uh, uh, can we tell if, I'm assuming we can't tell if there's any power running. Is that power? You Working can't tell. Uh, well, yeah. You're, you guys are technically cool. still, you're outside the gate. Okay, cool. Uh, we hear what we're going to know is if we walk in and flip a switch. Well, do we hear anything like the pumps going? Any like mechanical things you, moving? You do not. Now, the pumps were due to be started 10 days ago. That's okay. That's true. Was lost. So they the might pumps not have been not going. Okay. Well, they, there's definitely a place where the employees live. That's, you know, like their living quarters. And we have to be careful, but I say we get there. That would be where all the food, water, heat, all that would be. And people, if there's any left. But shouldn't we uh, check, uh, like, go go check the radio, see what's going on? and Maybe the building. Working. The building with the dish? Yeah. It's probably yeah. that. If you want to start there, okay. Yeah, it'd be a best start. If there is no power, we can get power to the station. I'm sure we can find generators somewhere if we don't have any power running. Yeah, it won't be too hard to put it back on. Not to mention okay. the motivation of having decent heat, eh? You think we just stroll right in? No, we need to take it slow, I think. Give me a moment to see which room the... Even Harvey's now bringing out his little 22 bolt action at this point. I've got my wrench. I got it, guys. Don't worry. I've got my wrench, guys. It's fine. You and your Thor's hammer wrench there. <laughs> Joseph, you know how to use a handgun? I... Uh, I do, or a rifle, either one. Okay, here. I wouldn't. 
I just look I at you, I look at Benjamin like, don't give it to her. Look at he's a wreck. I, I think all of us have served, but Harvey, I think. All of our characters have uh, served in some way. No, I, I haven't. I was just a uh, hunter. No. I was never military. I was actually a Bobby. Yeah. Is that the Beretta, yeah. Benjamin? Yeah, it's the Beretta. Okay. All right. Um, so as you are coming through gate, uh, the, the west gate, directly to uh, your right is the office. Um, the office uh, seems to be uh, two stories high. And there is an attachment uh, to the supply building uh, on the second floor, not on the first. Uh, so there's a way you can get from one building to the other. Um, still looking through this. Uh, it looks like that the... Um, the big dish is on building three, which is the pump building. I think that's right. You can see there are a lot of details in the, uh, in the map. Um, uh, and the personnel is number two. Uh, so as you're coming through the gate, you can see that that small office building is on your right. Uh, on your left looks to be uh, the garage. Uh, there are large metal uh, garage doors that are pulled down. Um, do a spot hidden as you're walking. 35 out of 65. Uh, 39 out of 40, so that is a success. 14 out of 65, I believe that's, uh, is that hard? Yeah. Uh, those of you who passed, um, metal, uh, metal garage doors are fairly, uh, common, fairly even. You've seen them a thousand times. Uh, there are, it looks like there are definitely some indentations uh, at, at random sort of places on one of the doors. Um, a closer look, and you can see that somebody inside must have been firing a gun, and they were making bullet indentations, uh, not penetrations through the, the thumb. You can also see that that same door is buckled out a little as if something big and heavy inside smashed against it. Oh. Jesus Christ. What is going on, man? Fuck. Part of me wants to go in there. Another part Maybe. does not want to look in there at all. Maybe we shouldn't mm, sit down. No. There's we'll been a truck that back into a... Or, or an explosion? Maybe something caught on fire? Uh, can oil blew up or something? Maybe uh, that's entirely possible. If a bullet caused a ricochet and caused sparks. True. You, yeah. don't, yeah. you don't see any, any evidence of fire. Okay. They have uh, a vehicle in there. Back box, no back into it. it 
it's yeah it could be a vehicle although it's kind of it's not like on the bottom it's in the middle of the door Mm. like somebody has a heavy ass kick they can put into that well good luck opening it from the outside or inside anymore with it buckled it's only going to go so far and then stop All right, so you're continuing in. Um, there, there, do you need a break? Let's take a two-minute break. Two minutes later. It's, it's, I, I'm correct. It's on the pump building that the, there's a radio tower. All right. It's got two, floor, two stories, and then it's a radio tower on top. All right, so where um, were you heading? Action. Again? I'm... Harvey's in the like the back of the group with his gun up, like I don't even care. I've got my <laughs> arm around Bill, wrench in hand. Okay, <laughs> and you are between Building Six and uh, well, you're in front of Building Six, uh, between Six and Three. Uh, three has the radio tower on it, um, and the personnel building is number two next to it. Which one were you going to go to? You're seeing this damage that's done to the doors on the. Garage. Doesn't look like explosives or vehicles drove through it. It looks like somebody inside was shooting at something that bashed against the door. Something big. Six is right out. Yeah, we're not going to check that out anytime soon. Maybe five would be good, which is the office. But if you guys want to go right for the satellite and communications, then three. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I would rather we pick up communications yeah, straight away. Yeah, try to get a hold of and someone and get someone out here. And if I, if a communication is damaged, I can fix them. So, well, hopefully, as long as it's not oh too damaged. So, so pump three is the pump building that has the radar, but it's also the pump room, radio shack, the battery room. So it looks like it's everything we want to check out first, right? All the stuff, yeah, power. Right. Let's do that then. Hey. Yeah, I'm down with that. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So you're heading towards the pump station. Is that what you said? Yep. Yep. Okay. So you're heading towards the pump station, and as you uh, as you come up to it, uh, you can see that the storm shutters um, on the building are all closed, and they're very similar to the uh, the garage doors. They're metal shutters that come down and keep the window from being damaged in, in case of a storm. They're all down, so you can't see in the windows. Uh, you can see that uh, the door has been, once again, torn off the edges. And I'd like you all to do spot hidden rolls. Oh, boy. Nope. That's a pass. <laughs> I, I failed. Counting. I passed. Mine's a hard. DJ stops dead in his tracks and sort of grabs hold of you for all, for you all to stop. And he points up uh, at the wall near the door, With my and mind. you can see there are scratch marks about the same distance apart as on the bear uh, near the door frame that have dug into the concrete and uh, 
left a big gash in the in the cement. In the concrete? Yeah. Holy hell. Jeez. What kind of weapons does the North Wind have? That's, okay? that's no okay normal then? bear, man. Oh. Oh, it's man made. It's got to be man made. We let's just get in now. We need to uh-huh. Let's, let's uh-huh. get in there. Let's figure out what's going on. What's what's this? What's that guy's name that's with us? Bill. Bill? What's he like right now? Um, He's I'm looking around him. the way you are, and he's shaking. And, uh, yeah, he's kind of holding on to DJ. Don't worry, though. Don't worry. We'll get... Comes from the guy who was panicking about a few hours he he says to you he says how are we uh, how are we going to get out of here uh well we're going to check communications we're going to see if we can get a hold of anyone and we'll find a way to get you out of here at least we got to hurry oh. we got to get out of here don't worry don't worry we, we don't worry we're going to call for help Bears can't fit inside this building or safe inside Right. right. Um, you go through the door. I would say bears can open doors, but there's no door. There's... Uh, you go. You go through the door, and you see that this is a single large room. Uh, there is a door on the north side of it, and this is the battery room. Uh, there are uh, nine very large. Uh, battery units um, that are designed to make sure that uh, the power doesn't fail on uh, the pumping station at any time when it's running. Um, Do they they look intact? uh, They look like they're fairly well intact. Uh, However, do a a spot hidden for me. 24, that's a pass. All right. Uh, you notice that there are bullet marks in here. Oh, shit. How's it looking, DJ? Well, see, man. Yeah, look, there's bullet, there's bullet holes. So you I'm do notice also there is a low hum sound inside this room, an electrical sort of hum. Oh, shit. Um, I need to figure out what that, where that humming's coming from. It's coming from the batteries. Coming. I will. Can I oh, do okay. a check on? Can I do a check on the back? Like well, yeah, I, it's pretty obvious. There's there's an electrical hum. Yeah, like you expect from okay. an electrical. So they're still functioning. Okay, a normal. Okay, a normal hum. Correct. Okay, that's right. Oh, when you said hum, I, I automatically assumed it was a bad hum, not a good hum. Well, um, uh, well, you're the engineer, cheese. Yeah. Um, yep. Do you have electrical engineering? Yeah, I have electrical and mechanical. Yeah, roll your electrical engineering. Because I prepared him. As I forget that you're an engineer. engineer. <laughs> uh, fourteen. So that is a pass on yeah. whichever one. When you look at it, you can t- there's a there's a grid. You can tell uh, that it, it, it seems a bit damaged, but at least one building in here is drawing a lot of electricity. Um, yeah. probably for heating and uh, and electricity. 
So something in something in this compound is still got electricity going to it. All right. So what I seem to find out, guys, is something is still using this electricity. There's a large consumption of it coming from somewhere. I can't exactly tell you where. But... You're thinking possibly the machine shop. Okay. Well, I I hypothesize it's coming from the machine shop area. Should we turn it off? Is it going to drain these batteries? Uh, w would I? Would it drain? Would it hurt to turn them off? I don't know. You don't know what it's doing, so. Okay. No, without without knowing what it's actually doing, I can't. I can't advise against turning it off. Okay. Well, so we need to investigate the machine shop then. Uh, yeah. Find out what's running it. I guess that's priority at the minute, but I would like to check out the radio and stuff. Let's do, please. And if there's no power going to it, then we can check out the machine shop, see what's taking the energy. Uh, can someone can someone take Bill, please? Because I feel like I might be a bit more needed here than... So where are you from, Bill? Um, I, I'm from... Where am I from? <laughs> it's okay. Take your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, a uh, shocking experience. He is from somewhere. Were you in university? Uh, he's from Seattle. Um, he says, uh, "Yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I was in university in Seattle." So your video is part of a university project. Um, yeah, yeah. A, I'm just going to chat him up so I can distract him for a while. That's all right, all. it's a, it's a university project. I, and then and then there was the attack. We got to get out of here. We got to get out of here as quickly as we can. Absolutely right. Yeah, and it looks like you still got some of your project, although you're probably going to have to edit that a bit. Oh, we should be looking at the end of the tape, too. Yeah, I forgot all about that. You have time to do it now. I'll, I'll go with DJ here up ahead. I have some experience with heavy machinery and electricity, electrical works. I'll figure things out with him. Um, Joseph, do a cycle. That's a stretch. <laughs> No way. Ninety okay. over ten or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, Bill just seems really afraid. Yeah. I, <laughs> I I was really just hoping to do some babysitting, take him off DJ's hands for a bit. Okay. I, I didn't have an agenda or something in mind. Right. All right. Uh the only other door leading out of here goes north. Um you step through that door and uh it is the tool room. Uh, the tool room. Uh, there are dozens of large tools. There's steel workbenches. There's lockers. Um, there's a, a set of stairs uh, in this room that have a sign indicating that they lead up to the radio shack. Um, there is a, a one-foot diameter pipe that passes through the middle of this room. Uh, it's suspended off the floor, about three feet off the floor. Um, uh, there are 
several barrels with labels indicating that they contain machine grease and cleaning agents. Uh, the room is mostly undisturbed. Uh, there is another door leading out of it uh, that is marked pump room. Well, at least if we need anything, we know where it is. Hopefully, um, let's go to the radio, Harvey. All right. As you, uh, these are metal stairs with uh, that sort of diamond pattern uh, grip on them. Um, DJ, you're going up first? Yeah. All yeah. right. With my wrench. DJ, you take maybe four or five steps up this, uh, and your eye begins to come level with the landing above you. And you can see that it is dripping with red. Fuck, Harvey. We have a bit of a problem. I can't hear you, Harvey. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I was thinking maybe we should have checked out the pump room first, but it's okay. We'll get to it. Um, you can also you can also smell the blood. Oh, oh fuck! Um, Am I like coming up, like getting like near you? Like what? What yeah. is it then? Blood, man. You can see the door to the the radio shack has been pulled off its hinges, <laughs> and <laughs> there is oh. blood. I keep I actually I keep going because I I'm intrigued and I've got my wrench. Harvey's behind me. He's got a gun. I assume he knows how to use it because he's got it. So. Yep. Um, but so where is where's Steven at this point? Because Benjamin is looking at the tape. Joe has a bill. I'm watching the open door. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure. I, I don't know if you were right behind us or not. So no, it's just a... blood, blood all over the floor with, with the iron smell in the air. Right. And, you're going to just walk through it. As you approach the door, and yes, you are in the sticky blood on the floor. Um, you look into the radio shack, and there is a terrifying amount of blood that is splattered on the walls and the equipment. And there is something presumably a man that is in a chair that is uh, it, it's difficult to tell for sure because of the it, it, yeah. it's almost unimaginable what's happened in this room to a sanity roll I think I'm still outside the door but I'm kind of Somehow. creeping up behind Okay. Somehow I succeeded. Constant how low my sign. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll say that you're sort of getting uh, used to the gore and the blood. Um, so take just one point of sanity damage. Uh, and as you step in, you can see that this person, uh, he's basically had his uh, chest and abdomen torn open and his uh, bodily organs have been ripped out and flung around the room. Harvey, Harvey, um, um, stay, by the, stay by the door, Harvey, man. 
uh, his bloody head is leaning back at an unnatural angle, uh, and it's only hanging onto his body by a bit of sinew. Fuck. Uh, so it's it's bad in there. Is what you're saying? Yes, it's bad, man. It's bad. Um, don't just stay by the door. Um, I I want to check the room. All right. I know there's loads of blood, but I want to check anything salvageable. Can anything work? I doubt it. But you, uh, it's got to be something. We got to make it happen. You almost don't know how to deal with this. Um, uh, you kind of try to move the chair a little bit out of your way, and when you do, the last little bit of skin and sinew rips loose. The head falls on the door, and it rolls towards Harvey, standing next to the door. Harvey, you can do your sanity roll. Oh, fuck. That was so cruel. (laughs) Ah! All right. I mean, I don't even come close to making it. No. My sanity sucks right now. We're both in the same boat, pretty much. All right. Take a 1D. How much? Oh, Perfect. I'll just take three more. That's no big deal. What's your sanity on? Harvey? I'm at tw- I have 26 sanity left. I've taken seven points of sanity tonight. I am at 31 points of sanity. So- I win, I guess. So I see the head roll up to the door frame and it's like looking at me now. Oh fuck! I yeah. shoot it. No, probably like. Harvey, 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 man, Harvey, man, it's just a head, man. What used to be attached to a body? I'm trying not to think about it. I I kind of hold back because I want to throw up, but he holds it back. Oh, fuck. All right. <sighs> there are in this room a number of electrical tools. Um, there are uh, some uh, maps on the wall of the the area. Um, there is a table with what looks like a CB radio, a hand, a couple of CB hand radios. Uh, there is a bank of uh, instruments that look like they have to do with the weather. And there is a large radio, but there is a red light blinking on it uh, that seems to indicate that it is offline. Okay. Can I uh, figure out? How to get it back online? Because I don't know. Yeah. Can I check the radio. Also, the CB handsets do they work? Uh, the CB handsets do work. Uh, and from what off. you know, they are uh, they have uh, a couple of miles at the most. Is how many range. are there? Two. There are Six. two. Harvey, take one. We'll give one to. We'll give it to Stephen when we get down, and I'll hold on to the other. Are they like? walkie-talkies kind of yeah Yeah. okay um well about that what about that red light there i mean at least we have power to it that means we get it back online i'm i'm gonna i'm checking it now harvey give me give me a second i hope you so much man i've just gotta get done yeah i i got some it it would you from your best guess it could take a few hours to get it back up and working Guess we. I go to Harvey. Harvey, go, go tell the others that it will take us a few hours. 
but I'm gonna start working on it now. I'm gonna be back to help you in a minute. Hey, don't get any blood up. <laughs> what am I saying? We're gonna be covered with it by the end of the day. However, anyway. I am, however, I am worried about that power consumption though. But I, I, I priorities at the minute. I'll have to figure it out. You, it's up to you, Harvey. Really, radio will check with that power consumption. No, let's get to radio. Okay. We'll handle the power consumption later. But I will help you. We'll get it done faster. I'll be right back. Okay. And he goes to find Stephen and give him the what's up. And I start There's... working. Stephen and uh, Joseph and Benjamin are down the stairs. Um. And you tell him what's up. Don't mention the body and the blood. I just come down with the other CB radio and we're going to work on the radio and I'll be up here helping him because I know a little bit what to do. Do you happen to know if it's a third wave? What do you mm. mean? Is it CB third wave? Hold on. Let me see what it said. Three wave radio. Start the ant. It's something you would know. Hey, if you're hey, asking hey, Harvey, he's like, ah. hey, hey, Stephen, oh, yeah, you're in, you're in your hand, aren't you? Yeah, he's like, I don't know what does that mean. <laughs> it's, it's a CB, um, and of course Harvey's carrying one. I just realized he's carrying one. Uh, at that point, um, I go, anyone come in? <laughs> Stephen would open up his pack and pull up his one that he had left from the two that he brought. Mm. It Tell says that the text says large CB hand radios on charging brackets. Uh, I don't, uh, so I, what, what channel are you on? I'm assuming they're probably both set to the same channel. So. Oh yeah, so I guess whatever set it's on, he's clicking yeah. on. We're hey, Harvey, come in. <laughs> I we got you, DJ. Got... Hey, uh, DJ, we got you. You got okay. a third one here. Okay. I still hand it to you. I'm like, here, you have two down here. I'm going to go back up with him, get the uh, radio working. I, I suggest maybe if someone already has one, give it to the other security. Thank you. Right, Ben? Thanks, Cross. Um, I was looking at the last hour of the uh, camera. Did I see anything? Um, do a spot hidden for me. Uh, 25 out of 65. It's a hard. Okay, so you got a hard. So uh, where are you? Are you just downstairs? And you're... I'm just downstairs to like, uh, I'm probably close to uh, Stephen, but uh, well, Cross, but I'm not really like you know in the way or anything. Just kind of by myself. Right. Um, it's the 1980s. Let's just assume that there is a little thing on the side of the camera so that you can watch it. You know, as you're playing it back. Mm -hmm. I don't know if well, they had that yet. Well, the you finder. All you would have to do is look through the uh, uh, visor and watch it through that. Right, but we'll say that you're watching it on a, a little square. I'll fold out viewfinder. Yeah. Um, new technology from the day. <laughs> so you're watching it, and it seems, uh, it seems that um, it's just footage of these people 
setting up their camp. They're talking about how they want to protest the, uh, the pipeline, uh, that their plans are to uh, somehow get into the facility and handcuff themselves to the equipment and uh, things like that. But as you're watching this, you're not sure you see it at first, but something catches your eye and you play it back. And in the forest behind these kids, you see something move from one tree to another. You see it just, just for a second as it moves, but it looks like it's about eight feet tall and covered in white fur, and it does not look like a bear. It looks like a Sasquatch, an abominable snowman, a, a Yeti, uh, whatever you imagined that to be. Holy shit! Well, you guys all hear him. <laughs> so what's what's uh, going on down there? What's going there's on? like a there's like an abominable snowman looking thing on here. You said you seen something that was white the other day, right? Cross like two days ago. Yeah, two looking bear things on the ridge. Yeah. Well, there's one on this camera. It's like out in the ridge and we're between the trees here. I, like you know, I had it paused and or like he can take a look. Does that look like what you saw the other day? That's not a fucking bear, mate. Benjamin, I think else. you can do a sanity roll too. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering that. Sanity. 18 out of 44. Okay, you just both take one. Okay. I'm slowly getting my sanity whittled away compared to two others I'm not going to mention. <laughs> <laughs> you also realize that you have in your hands possible serious evidence of Bigfoot or whatever he is in the winter. Whatever this is. Yeah. By that point, Harvey's back up top and I don't do they tell us upstairs in the C B or is it just conversation downstairs? You heard you heard Benjamin probably downstairs say something. But you're you're too far away and you're too busy maybe to Good. Pay attention. I want to be far away and not hear. <laughs> I want to be up with DJ working on this. Um, <laughs> Benjamin, when you say that, um, uh, Bill uh, sort of jumps. You know, like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? You see one? Yeah, yeah, whatever you, like, it, it's in, on your camera, man. Um, he comes running forward and grabs the camera from you and fiddles with it for a second and then, then tries to play back the, uh, the footage. And uh, he rewinds it and he, he tries to get it, it going forward. And he, like, looks at you and he says, where, where did you see it? Where, where? And I, I like 
point right, right there, like out back there. And he plays it forward and he looks absolutely horrified. And then, and then hands you back the camera and he goes okay. over in the, in the corner and he, uh, he, he goes over where uh, Stephen is and he looks out the door and he says, we've got to get out of here. We've got to get out of here. We will. We're working on it. DJ and Harvey are working on the radios right now to get help. Yeah, we're going to get out of here, man. Take Just... a couple of hours and we'll call for help. Okay. He looks, he looks really scared. Uh, any chance I can maybe do a psychology roll, see if there's sure. any way I can calm him down? Sure. I have a little bit of psychology. A little. Uh, that would be a negative. 72 out of 40. Want to spend any luck? <laughs> uh, basically, That's a lot of luck. Left. <laughs> All right. Um, he, uh, his reaction uh, is more of impatience than in calming down. He really wants to get the fuck out of there. Well, nothing for it, mate. We gotta sit here and wait. All right. So just buckle um, down. All right. So what do you do next? Now, I assume Harvey and uh, DJ are working on the electrical. Yeah, that's that's going to take a few hours. So, what do the other three want to do? Well, hey, we got radios, guys. Now, um, I'm gonna say uh, maybe one of us or two of us can go. Well, actually, two of us can go run out and go look at one of these uh, shacks or anything like that. Salvage anything. Um, just, F I might have. Uh... Radio, just as me and Harvey were starting, can one of you guys go check out where the power consumption's coming from? Like that oh, area, the, just... Over the machine shop? Yeah, just to see what's going on. I got that. Cool. I'll, I'll, go. I'll, go, with, I'll go with you, Stephen. Anyone else? All right, Joe. What about you, Ben? You, Bill? Uh, I'll stay here and just watch Bill and Keep an eye on Harvey and DJ. Right, just keep your eyes peeled. You got a pair of binoculars? Yeah, I got some, man. All right. Keep your eyes peeled. Make sure nobody else or nothing else comes in here. And um, we'll keep in touch. All right. Give us a call anything, man. All right. Give me a second. Find that. Hey ho, hi ho. It's off to die we go. Da 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 da. <laughs> I said machine shop. It's not really a machine shop. It's a, it's a maintenance shack. Maintenance shack, machine shop, potato, potato. This is the one in the garage. Wait a second. That doesn't look right either. Sorry. Like I said, there's a lot of buildings on this. <laughs> um, 
There is actually that I remember. Oh, and there's two maintenance places. There's a garage. Which building? Okay. Give me a second. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Sorry for this. <laughs> I, uh, there is the electricity. Uh, Harvey, Harvey, you will you will have seen me change my bandana. Ooh. Before we get working, I'll have changed it. You'll notice that in my bag I have like twenty that different bandanas. That's a special. Grabbing some more Dapper Dan, just special one for repairing. Yeah. This one's my, for my lucky this wrench. One's for dinner. This one's for supper. <laughs> lucky wrench. Lucky bandana. That's okay. I uh. I don't even know what to say. Uh, <clears throat> he's just like, you got another one there? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I throw you a pink one. <laughs> oh, pink all right. Hey, we'll don't... be able to spot you in a whiteout. He's like, he thinks it's a good idea, but not to realize that the enemy will be able to spot him as well. But doesn't think about that. He just grabs some tools, gets to work, follows DJ's lead, but yeah. he will help. Yeah, I'm very lucky. I I trapped him as an engineer rather than just one of them. So. Um, I actually must have. I didn't think about it. That must have changed the way I thought about him halfway through. But he took some electrical engineering or electrical repair. That's what I took. Not engineering specifically. So I don't know if there's any way I can assist you, or but I guess that's pretty much what I'll try to do. It'd be better than nothing. Yeah. Follow your lead anyway and see if you can double time it. Okay. Um all right. I realize that there's more 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 to the map. All right. You find I'm just gonna make this convenient. You find a plan on the wall, uh basically a map of the entire facility. Uh there are basically three floors. Uh one is underground. Uh, so what you see, uh, this is what you were originally uh, looking at, okay? Uh, that's the ground level. Uh, uh, if you look at the upper levels, you see this. I'm sorry, this is underground, my, my mistake. So the, uh, the main machine shop is underground underneath the, the other shack. And then the top levels are this. Uh, wow. They put his engineering boys underground. Wow. Uh, so you've got upper floors as well. So the way it works is the machine shop is underneath the garage and uh, you will have to go to the machine, to the, um, the garage and then go downstairs to get to the machine shop. Remember when I said that I had a mixed feeling that I did not want to go in there, but want to go in there at the same time? Uh, you guys make any progress on your way? We're going to have to go in the garage. Well, with any luck, we'll just get some, find some vehicles and get the hell out of here. Where do you? Wait, wait, wait where's the? Uh, where, where is the maintenance? Where is it? 
the machine shop appears to be uh, underneath the garage. Um, we also need to see if we perhaps can check on the snowcats, see if they're functioning at all. Okay. Well, well, once we're done up, once we're done here, I will actually will come and meet you, because I assume I will have to do some more tinkering around here. True that. There's an right. ominous wind in the background. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> well, actually, since it's it's almost eight, why don't we call it there, and we'll pick up. So you're going to go to the maintenance uh, or the uh, the garage, and then to the uh, into the basement. Uh, you'll uh, th- uh, if you've noticed on there, there's also connecting tunnels underneath the ground. So you might not necessarily have to go outside. Um, we'll, we'll check those afterwards. Um, but yeah, we'll call it there and then continue next week. Our players included Fred Carter, Lucas Gas. Um, crying out loud, am I ever going to get your name right, Lucas? Glasshower, right? Uh, our players included Fred Carter, Lucas Glasshower, Josh Harwood, Jeff Beck, and Dakota Davis with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. We currently are producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. <laughs>